Welcome to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes and in Him, amen. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Proverbs 12.7 says, The wicked are overthrown and are no more, but the house of the righteous will stand. Now that's an eternal promise. The house of the righteous will stand. Well, how is it that we will stand? Obviously, it has to do with the work of Jesus Christ, but the work of Jesus Christ does not have to do with us being passive, rather that we be active in his kingdom. To participate in the show, we invite you to submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Hey, well, welcome to the program, everyone. I'm glad that you joined me, but there's a very serious topic today, and that is this upcoming election. Now, let me preface this with, I don't believe that politicians, that political parties are the answer to God's kingdom, okay? Jesus is the answer to the kingdom of God. It is his kingdom. He's the king of that kingdom, and he has all the power there is to have. The Father has bestowed the power on the Son. The Son will judge the the living and the dead, and that judgment is coming. But until that time, he puts us in some stewardship over the kingdom. And what are we called to do? We're called to be priests. Well, what do priests do? They intercede. So one of the ways that we can interact in this upcoming election is to pray. That's what a priest does, is to pray. And that's what a new covenant Christian does. They're called to pray, to offer the sacrifice, the offering of prayer. The other thing that they do is fast. Now, I know fast is, fasting has gone out of favor. Uh, people either think that it's something that was done in the past and is no longer necessary because you'll hear the saying, saying that Jesus has done it all. It is finished. But that's not true that we no longer fast because it is finished. Yes, his sacrifice is finished. His work on the cross is finished. His resurrection was finished. And we're looking forward to that day when we receive the bodily resurrection because of what the Lord Jesus did. But we have work to do here until he returns. And one of those things that we do is we intercede for the children, especially the unborn children who are being slaughtered in numbers that just cause us to be speechless. I mean, it's incomprehensible that in this society, at this time, who is supposed to be enlightened, they claim to be enlightened, they claim to be wise, they claim to be tolerant, they claim to be loving, and yet they are dismembering babies in the womb. They are killing babies, unborn babies. So what do we do? If we are the righteous, if we are those who do what is right, do what is according to God, who is love, God loves those babies. God does not want anyone to perish. We know that's his will. So, what do we do? We stand for righteousness. Listen to Proverbs 12:7. The wicked are overthrown and are no more, but the house of the righteous will stand. Well, my question is, how shall we stand? Why shall we stand? Where shall we stand? 
What does it mean we will stand? Well, one thing I want to address too is that, you know, this is not a passive walk in Christ. This is, we, we don't just sit by the sidelines and say, well, whatever will happen will be. Okay, sirrah, sirrah, right? No, we get in the game. We enter in the game. We play fiercely according to God's rules, and we trust that his will will be done when we walk obediently to his commands. So what does the word of God tell us to do? Well, the righteous stand, stand. In other words, we don't sit down, we don't rest, we don't sleep, we don't go on vacation spiritually or physically, actively. We stand, therefore, having girded our waists with truth, with the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. We dress ourselves as soldiers of Christ, and we stand in the gap for the unborn. We stand in the gap for those mothers who have been duped into believing that abortion is a viable option. Now, let me stop here. If you have had an abortion, or you have been a part of an abortion, you've been complicit in it, let me share with you, the Lord will, can, and has forgiven many who have done that. If you reach out to the Lord and confess your sins to him, He's faithful and just to forgive you. But those of us and all of us are sinners, redeemed sinners. Let me put it that way. Repentant sinners. All of us have had to come to the Lord and ask for forgiveness. And if you have been part of an abortion in any way, you can ask for forgiveness. You can be cleansed. You can be made new and whole. And God won't hold that against you because of the blood of Jesus Christ and the work that he has done. But then we reverse course. We stand against those things that we once did. We stand against those things that we once approved of. We're no longer children of darkness, but we're children of light. We're no longer children of disobedience, but we're the children of obedience. We're born of the Spirit. We walk in the Spirit. We don't go along with this perverse and wicked generation. So how do we do that? Well, there's an upcoming election. The first thing I want to tell you to do is to pray to Almighty God. Pray to the one who can affect all things. With God, all things are possible. And nothing is impossible with God. All things are possible. Nothing is impossible. Listen to that eternal promise. And this is from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. All things are possible. So pray to the one who can reverse uh, the, the inclinations of the hearts of kings and of people who can intercede, who can come down and make a difference for time and eternity and the souls of unborn babies. Along with praying, I'm urging you to fast. Now, how you fast obviously is up to you, but fast in some way. You hear in the New Testament, you hear Jesus Christ talking about praying and fasting. You see Cornelius in the book of Acts praying and fasting and God intervened into his life. You see it with the apostles. You see it going back into the Old Testament with Daniel, and God intervened with Esther, and God intervened. Esther called for a three-day fast so that her people would be saved. God's people would be saved, right? But Esther, it was the same thing, because Esther was a believer and a follower in Almighty God. And so she cried out to God, but she also told the people the fellow Jews, the, the believers in, in God, to cry out with her and to join her in fasting. 
So that's number one and number two. Pray and fast. Pray for God's grace. Pray for his mercy. Pray for his intervention. Pray for righteousness to be established in the land. Pray for the softening of hearts. Now, once you've prayed and fasted, please go out and vote to raise up leaders who will put God's will above what's popular, who will be not politically correct, but God correct, biblically correct, will stand for righteousness, will stand to protect the unborn, will stand to to bring about righteousness in this land. Now, not everybody is going to become a Christian because of this, but at least we can stand in the gap and say no more. We will not stand silent while the unborn are slaughtered in numbers that are incomprehensible. We will no longer be silent. We will stand. We will stand and we will speak out in the place of those who have no voice. We will speak in the place of the unborn who cry out when they are being dismembered, when they are being murdered. Now, for those who've had abortion, as I said, there's mercy for you. There's grace. But we don't continue in sin when grace abounds in our direction. We stand up for righteousness. And we've got to stop the wholesale slaughter of the unborn in this land. It's not about Democrat. It's not about Republican. It's about those on the ballot who will say yes to life and no to abortion. You can support this ministry by giving online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give. Hi, this is Jeff, and I want to encourage you to go to the website eternalpromises.org, eternalpromises.org, and there you're going to find that we're involved in many things. One is this radio ministry that you're listening to. The other is an orphanage over in Uganda, and in fact, many children there who really are dependent on your support. Of course, we're trusting in the Lord, but the Lord works through His church. And you, who are hearing this, have an opportunity to give, to feed, to clothe, to educate an orphan. Additionally, online, we have tracks, we have many other resources, we have uh, thank you cards that are fabulous, uh, many more things. And I just encourage you to go check out the website, And if you feel like giving, if you feel led to give, please give generously. We have many needs. And lastly, check out the teachings, the archives, the broadcasts, because we're taking a bold stand and we need you to boldly stand with us. Go to eternalpromises.org and stand with us. To participate in the show, submit your question or comment online at eternalpromises.org forward slash radio or by calling toll free. 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And now, here's your host, Jeff Tobler. Well, welcome back to the broadcast. This is a very serious issue. We have children dying regularly. You know that the the, uh, Congress funded Planned Parenthood again after video evidence came out of the selling of, of body parts of these infants, of these children, who have been murdered in the womb, sucked out, dismembered. I'm sorry uh, to be so graphic, but we must say it as it is. We must not hide our heads in the sand. We must not be politically correct or soften this message. We must stop 
the murdering of these children. Now, we do that by praying to God, by fasting and praying, and then by standing up with our voice and with our vote and putting in people who say, I will not stand for the funding of Planned Parenthood. I will not stand for the wholesale abortion industry. Vote for those who say yes to life, who will protect the sanctity of life in a mother's womb. And more so, church, we need to reach out to those who are facing difficult life decisions. How will I care for this baby? So we need to be that gap in between the realities of an unplanned pregnancy and the hope that God brings, even in the midst of something that we're surprised and scared by. Listen, there's answers for these women, these mothers. There's a life ahead for them. Even if you have had an abortion, like I say, there's there's grace, there's mercy, and there's a life past the abortion. But let's turn the tide now. Let's reach out with the love of Christ for others. So please make your stand for righteousness and vote. You've been listening to Eternal Promises with your host and founder, Jeff Tobler. On behalf of all of us at Eternal Promises, thank you for listening. And we encourage you to lay hold of God's promises in your life today by loving the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Because all of the promises of God in Christ are yes, and in Him, amen. This is a listener-supported broadcast, and your prayers and financial support are appreciated. You can support this ministry online at eternalpromises.org forward slash give or by calling 888-88-LOVE-GOD. That's 888-88-LOVE-GOD. And this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life. Eternal Promises Radio is produced by Eternal Promises Ministries. You're listening to Eternal Promises Radio with Jeff Tobler.